Hello and welcome to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. I'm Randy and at this cafe we embrace you whether you're a newcomer or an expert. We're here to talk about all things crypto, NFT, metaverse and web3. So, welcome to the cafe. Today, we're going to be speaking with one of my favorite women in the space. Mary Spio is the founder and CEO of Seek Virtual Reality. She's a former deep space engineer. I had her on my Sirius XM live show and she was such a hit that we immediately had to ask her to come on this podcast also. Mary, it's a delight having you back here. Thank you. Thank you so much Randy. You are definitely one of our favorites as well and I'm super super excited to be back. I hope you can hear that I'm grinning from ear to ear. Oh, I can you have such a beautiful energy in your voice. I can hear it. Okay, so Mary, because this uh podcast is set in a virtual cafe, what are you drinking? What is your beverage? Uh my beverage, hmm, let me see. Is NFT. <laughs> Yes, I love that. Okay, see, all right. I I knew this was going to be off to a great start today. Um, All right, so I want the world to understand who is Mary Spio because you might actually have the most impressive bio of anyone that I've ever met in my life. Um, So, and also on our our last episode uh, that we released, we had an artist who did an entire collection representing uh, the culture culture of Ghana. And I know that that's where you grew up. So take us through who is Mary Spio and, and how has that brought you into the metaverse? Oh, thank you. That's amazing. I have to I have to check that out. So, you know, I grew up in Ghana and um, came back to the U.S. when I was about 16 and, you know, worked my way through things. Uh, got a job at McDonald's. I actually worked at McDonald's as a first as a fry cook and then I made my way to cashier. <laughs> yes, moving up. <laughs> moving up, definitely. <laughs> um, went in the U.S. Air Force. And then from there, I went back to school for electrical engineering and computer science and became a deep space scientist working with the likes of the Boeing company. Um, created a technology which was sold to Boeing. And so it was a movie. I've always been interested in the entertainment industry. Um, And so I went from designing satellites to actually creating technology, such as movies that could be distributed over satellite. And, you know, my career has just evolved and brought me closer and closer to what I love, which is uh, music, movies, and all of that. And my goal has always been to work with independents to bring their content to the rest of the world. So the type of content that I wanted to see, but you know, couldn't find in the world, I created the technology to be able to bring that, um, whether it was from Africa to the rest of the world or from the rest of the world to Africa. Um, but that has always been you know, my mission and my journey. And today at SEEK, Uh, We have a technology that enables people to create NFTs, uh, live concerts, uh, virtual experiences, no matter where they're located in the world, and be able to share it with everyone and generate an income from it. 
Well, I love the next time someone says, like, it's not rocket science. It, it is when you're with right, Mary. Right. <laughs> and, uh, it's from Air Force and deep space, Boeing, it's creating satellites. Wow, it's too bad I'm not talking to someone with any brains at all. <laughs> um, Mary, it's so impressive, your, your founding story. So what was your aha moment with VR? Because when I first met you, you were all you had already founded Seek. So um, and yeah. I never got the chance to ask you kind of what your aha moment was that you really believed in the potential of, of VR in the metaverse. You know, so I talk about that um, while in Ghana, I remember there was a, a tough time, right? The military had taken over the country. Um, and during this tough time, we used to escape our reality through television. So it was where I would sit back and wonder what it'll feel like to be inside of the TV. So for example, watching a program on space exploration, um, I remember this distinctly because I was like, wow, this is a reality that's so different from mine. And then fast forward at warp speed to, I think it was around 2014, 2015, I happened to go to a diversity program at Facebook. Facebook was doing a, a diversity outreach where they were bringing you know, people of color to Facebook to experience all the different technologies and really to try to you know, get more people into tech. And this time when I was there on the trip, there was this tiny little room and I went in there and I think that's when they were evaluating the Oculus headset and I put it on and that was the moon experience. So I, I, you know, and I have chills even talking about it because I didn't have to wonder what it would feel like to be on the moon. I was actually standing on the moon. I looked around and I was a little girl again, you know, inside of the content. Um, and that moment for me, that was my burning bush experience where I said, I want to do everything like this. I want to do everything in VR. So mm. I went back home and I was like, I want to do concerts, classrooms, this one, that one. But everywhere I looked, there was nothing for it. You know, for example, I was searching for virtual reality concerts and it came up on GoDaddy. You know, I bought the domain name, but um there was nothing. And so that's when I said, well, I'm going to create a platform that would allow people to use VR to experience all these amazing things. And so, you know, I could create this safe space for other people. I could create this escape and learning and everything that that's how, you know, Seek came about just from that one outreach visit. Wow. Amazing. And what was the first thing that you ever built with Seek? The first thing that I ever built was a little theater. It was, you know, it was a concert theater. I remember I had a Jumbotron with Bruno Mars up there. <laughs> I love um, a good choice. So, yeah, yeah. That was the first thing. It was, uh, it was a concert because I was like, wow, you know, imagine uh, being able to attend a concert um, inside of virtual reality, having the energy um, and, you know, and then shortly after that, I tried to attend an Adele concert um, and it was at Madison Square Garden. There were only 100,000 tickets and 10 million people were trying to buy it. And I said, bingo, this is it. You know, uh, we want to be able to sell tickets to that other 9.9 .9 million people that are not able to attend because it was very indicative of what was happening in the music industry as well, where, you know, you could only tour to so many places physically. So I said, wow, wouldn't this be great if we're able to allow people 
to feel each other's energy inside of VR while watching their favorite artist. It's amazing. And so now you've gone on, you've done partnerships with Lady Gaga, with Demi Lovato, with so many artists. You've won awards. What are what are some of your favorite uh, collaborations or favorite experiences you've designed? I would say some of the um, favorite things that I've had a chance to work on, um, you know, Lady Gaga, of course, is way up there because I it feels like an out of body experience to actually have Lady Gaga in the Sikh, you know, metaverse. Uh, Demi Lovato is incredible. Um, you know, I got a chance to, you know, talk to Demi while on set um, and, you know, could relate to a lot of the things that she believes in as well. So that was very, very special. Um, Ziggy Marley, uh, Stephen Marley, who's my favorite artist of all times. And so to be able to get him, you know, uh, creating an experience for the platform, um, and um, and then also a lot of the big African artists that we're working with, like Harmonize, Diamond, um, and, you know, for a lot of international artists, their challenge is there are not a lot of ways for them to monetize their content, um, not even through a lot of the traditional means, because if there is no advertising in your particular area, that means that even if you your concert is seen by a billion people, you could earn zero. So the fact that we've been able to create a technology that allows people to actually earn revenue and um, you know, have this parity as the rest of the world because now they're monetizing their content directly with their fans. So from a creative perspective, you know, some of my favorites are like Lady Gaga, uh, you know, Demi, uh, Ziggy, Steven. And then from a, um, from a social and, you know, all around full circle that to me are those moments that I've had with some of the artists that, you know, are coming from Tanzania and Ghana and, you know, all over. So it's, mm. it's, 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 it's incredible. It's been more than I expected. Uh, it's, it is truly incredible. What, um, what do you love about working in the VR space and what are some of the biggest challenges still right now? What I love about working uh, in the VR space is the fact that, you know, this was uh, a moment in our history, a moment in our time when uh, media was turning a corner and the fact that I had the opportunity to be part of shaping that, you know, uh, shaping that technology, shaping that moment in, you know, in our history, in our generation's history, um, to me was just something truly, truly incredible. Um, and, you know, and the people that I got a chance to work with and the, the, the level of collaboration that, you know, I saw there, that has been, you know, really great. Um, and also the ways in which people are using VR, you know, I got a, um, we get all the time, but just even last week, um, a cancer patient, we always get um, people calling in or sending letters about how they're using the technology. Um, I remember during COVID, a lot of the frontline workers were using the platform to decompress, you know, mm -hmm. so lunchtime we would see rates go up, people plug into our mind chill, which is just like um, a meditation. It's just meditation spaces with just really, really relaxing music. Um, and then 
you know, just hospitals ordering the headsets for patients. That's been something that I really didn't even uh, predict or imagine uh, that, you know, we would have that kind of impact. So that's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. For anyone who's just joining us, I'm speaking with Mary Spio. She is the founder and CEO of Seek Virtual Reality. That's spelled C-E-E-K, former deep space engineer and now just extreme expert in virtual reality, metaverse, and and everything. Mary, one thing I've been thinking about a lot is um, how a lot of founders in this space choose to stay anonymous. It's not something that I really saw in Web 2, but it's something in Web yeah. 3. And and so I, I'd love to hear about your own experiences as, as a Black woman in tech. You know, you've mm-hmm. chosen to have your identity out there. Um, are, are there ever moments that you uh, wish that you were anonymous in, in the Web 3 tech world? Or um, what has your experience been like being a, a woman of color and on this frontier? Yeah, <laughs> it's been interesting because I know why a lot of people choose to stay anonymous. <laughs> um, and there have been moments where I wish, you know, I could go back to being anonymous. Uh, but at the same time, when I look at the amount of women that reach out to me, the amount of people that uh, women that are like, wow, you know, we want to, we want to be able to do that. Some of the things that you're doing, we know it's possible because we know you've had challenges with funding. You've had these challenges, which I've been very vocal about a lot of the challenges that I've had. Um, and so I think that that aspect, um, overshadows, you know, some of the negativity of, uh, some of the comments that come, um, and, you know, I get to a point where I know that, regardless, you know, um, people are going to always hit where, you know, where they see. So as a, you know, black woman in tech and then being out there, if they're angry or if they want to say something, that's what they're going to pick, but everybody's got their, you know, cross to bear. So if it was something else, if I were, you know, a white male, maybe they would talk about something else, a feature or this or that or that. So I just don't take it personal, you know, that if there are people out there with a level of ignorance, I I just don't take it personal and I don't even give it the time of the day. Um, And if it's somewhere where I can block and delete, I do that. If it's somewhere where I can block, I block. Um, But I think that overall, uh, my identity being out there has been, you know, a true positive, you know, there are a lot of kids that are like, wow, I want to do what you're doing. And, you know, I, I do, I don't want to take a traditional path in tech. And so it's good to see that you can love entertainment and still, you know, do things that are highly technical. Um, You can love fashion and still do things that are technical. Um, And so from that perspective, I think that mission of getting more women into tech, getting more minorities, more people of color into tech, it's, it's, it's more important than ever. You know, I had the opportunity to be part of that Facebook outreach program and my presence being out here is reaching millions and millions of people. So I think it's a small sacrifice to make. Um, and I don't ever take it personal. 
Mm. Well, I think it's so it's so important for women, for women of color to get into crypto and in, in the space. And so um, you're just an incredible, incredible leader and inspiration. Um, so speaking about crypto, um, you launched a Seek VR token to a company uh, to for your company and for everything you're doing. I'd love to hear about that experience and what you learned and kind of what what's on the horizon there. Absolutely. So uh, in terms of the token, you know, when I came into the uh, started talking to artists, the biggest thing that kept coming up was them knowing how they were earning revenue or if they were earning revenue at all. So the whole concept of having this black box, like, okay, my music video is going to play for a million times and I earn $30 because I'm in Mexico or you know, I earned 3000 because I'm in the UK was very frustrating to a lot of artists. Um, and they just didn't know how to go about fixing that. Um, and so they would say to me, yeah, we'll come on the platform, but we need to have a way to be able to tell, you know, how many times are content is playing, how many tickets you've sold, how do we verify that, how do we verify that? Um, and self-auditing was not an option. A lot of people were just totally turned off. Um, and so I started looking around at ways in which we could do this type of verification um, and be transparent um, about ticket sales. And since we already had this whole uh, token inside of VR, because it's very difficult to take off your VR headset, put a credit card in. And so we had implemented the technology for you to buy coins, see coins, just like Roblox. And, you know, every time you transacted inside, inside of the Seek Metaverse, it will automatically deduct out of those coins. So the foundation was already set up. And then when I found out about extending it to the blockchain and that the blockchain would allow us to record each ticket sale uh, on an immutable ledger and that all these different people could validate, you know, and that we weren't just self-validating and telling them, I was just over the moon. And so immediately we started implementing that technology. Initially, we implemented the ability to track uh, content usage on the blockchain through Ethereum uh, smart contracts, you know, and it also allowed us to then be able to automatically pay artists. So basically with the smart contracts, you know what a smart contract is, but we had it set up and so that anytime the action happens and it's validated, you automatically get your payment. So, mm. and I found that that was such a huge selling point for everyone that we were working with. They're like, we get our money faster. We don't have to wait a year you know, just to get peanuts. Um, and so it was just like all the factors just came together. And then the minute we put this out there, there was an influx. There was just this whole community that was building around it from an artist perspective, from a user perspective. So it was just like everything, all the pieces were coming together. So finally I was like, wow, I'd been trying to push a, you know, a rock up a hill for so long. And then finally felt like now I was, you know, rolling downhill with, you know, it, it was just like night and day. So I was like, this is exactly what we're supposed to do. This is where I'm supposed to be. It's amazing. Do you think we'll start seeing more early stage founders um, doing uh, their own token instead of kind of a traditional venture capital fundraise? 
I think so. I think so, because there, there's just so many pluses to it, you know, building that community um, and the community does a lot too for you in terms of, you know, I, I say it's my Instagramily <laughs> and, and a whole lot more, but they let you know what they want and they're building along with you. Um, and your success is their success. And, you know, because as you build more value, um, the community becomes even more valuable. And, and, and so you're going to see a whole lot more uh, people build their companies, you know, moving forward um, in this way. So for us, it was out of necessity um, to be able to provide um, to the industry, but it it's just been, you know, uh, it's, it's just been plus all around, you know, to be, um, you know, in the metaverse before the metaverse uh, trend hit. And then also having the NFTs because people's avatars and wanting to be able to sell their clothes and everything that they buy, the creation and transfer of value inside of the metaverse. That's just, that goes hand in hand with Web 3.0. The same thing with virtual currencies. Because as you can imagine, it's so much more easier for people to transact um, inside of Web 3.0 with, you know, this mechanism. Absolutely. Mary, I can't believe we're already close to the end of our time. I just have two final questions for you. First is what what's in your crypto wallet? What other tokens and coins are you uh, investing in or holding? I, I love to just learn a little bit about people by the kind of uh, projects they support. Oh, you know, since I talked to you, I started looking at world of, you know, women. Yes. I started looking at, yes, I started looking at a lot more artwork. Um, and so I'm picking up a lot of art. Um, I love, um, you know, there's uh, Mind Chill Guardians. These are just beautiful, the most beautiful, beautiful. Um, I think it's Guardians because it's Guardian Angels. But mm. um, yeah, I'm buying those NFTs and we're going to be selling those NFTs as well. Um, and so those are all the things that I'm looking at. But I, I'm looking a lot more at art and a lot of, you know, women art. you know, so I have you to thank for that. <laughs> oh, I love that, Mary. And I, I, you know, and I have you to thank for uh, the fact that I've been really kind of starting to to dive into metaverse and, and trying to understand that more. So it's it's wonderful to work with other women who, who can inspire you to broaden your horizons. Um, final moments, Mary, what is on the horizon for Seek? Uh, what are we what should we be looking forward to that's launching and where can people find you? So this month we're launching a land sale and Randy, I hope that, you know, we have a piece of land for you. So please Woo! let me know how we can get it to you. I'm so um, excited. Launching, yes, yes, yes. So we're launching a land sale. Uh, so uh, anyone can buy a piece of land inside of the Seek Metaverse and they can build whatever they want to build with it. We'll also have in the future villas and yachts and meta yachts, of course, and all kinds of stuff that they can buy, you know, for their land and, you know, fantastic things that they can do. So, you know, stay connected with us on Twitter. It's just at C-E-E-K. And, um, you know, you get all the latest updates from uh, what's happening in the world of Seek. I love that. It's so exciting. Mary, congrats on everything. And I'm just, I'm so glad that the world has brought us back together through Web3. You're an incredibly inspirational leader in the space. Thank you for your time. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thank you so much for having me on here uh, to share all this. Absolutely. Well, we I, I hope to see you in both the real world and the metaverse very soon. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Randy. You're the best. Thank you. All right. That was another episode of Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. It was such a delight to speak with Mary Spio, one of the most incredible women in Web3, the founder and CEO of Seek Virtual Reality. Again, that's C-E-E-K. Highly encourage you to check out what they're doing in virtual reality and metaverse and check out the Seek VR token. Uh, Stay tuned for another episode that will be dropping next week with all things crypto, NFTs, metaverse, and Web3.